0: Wild Wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Wild Wisdom Podcast. This segment has been taken from Thrive Thursdays with Dr. Patricia Mills. I hope you enjoy this episode, and here is Dr. Patricia Mills.
0: Silica for hair, nails, skin, and bone health is it too good to be true hi i'm dr patricia mills and i'm a holistic medical doctor whose mission is to help motivated women like you attain vibrant health so you can feel amazing and live a life you love i am a medical specialist practicing functional medicine an internationally recognized researcher and i love to dive deep into topics and make sense of the complex research and distill it into understandable bits of knowledge that you can act on right away. Today, we're gonna be talking about silica. And if you're the kind of person who likes to ask questions during a presentation, you can join my private and free Facebook group for women, Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, where you can ask all of your burning questions live. So let's jump right in. Silica is a super interesting mineral, and it's also available in a supplement. And the reason I chose to talk about it today is because a lot of my clients have been getting really amazing results with silica. And we wanted to better understand why that is and how one can safely take it for that benefit to the hair, skin, nails, and the bones, which is kind of amazing that one supplement would be able to do all of that. Now, if you are joining me live, put in your name in the comments so I can say hi. It's always nice to give a shout out to people who are joining live. All right, so what we're going to do now is we're going to understand what exactly is silica. Silica is a mineral, and it's the second most abundant mineral in the earth's crust, and in the human body and in the body of other mammals, it is a trace essential mineral. And it's really fascinating because the understanding of silica has uh, been growing, especially since the 1970s. I have a Facebook user here who's asking, what about B vitamins for hair, nails, etc.? There are a lot of vitamins That are good for hair growth today we're focusing on silica and of course just with as with anything there is not one single pill that will give you the solution you desire when it comes to your health it's a holistic approach and sometimes we do need to do a deep dive into a mineral like silica to understand is this something that we want to bring into our toolbox for that whole body health approach so the silica interesting because in the body it has it's found primarily in what we call connective tissues so it's found in large amounts in the bone it's found in the skin it's found in the hair it's found in the nails and it's also found in the blood vessels and what the function of it appears to be is it there's a few different functions one of the functions of silica is for structure So for example, silica is used uh, in the process of making collagen. And it also is like the mineral that holds hands with collagen. So that collagen and other um, molecules like uh, proteoglycans, basically our skin, our hair, our nails, our bones are made up of a number of molecules. And for those molecules, To work together, they have to be held together. So you could imagine that if you didn't have things holding your skin together or holding your bones together, those um, building blocks would simply just fall apart. So silica has a role in holding those building blocks together so that it can form a structure, the structure of the bone, the structure of the hair, the structure of the nails and the skin. Interestingly, it also appears to have other roles that we're starting to understand better in which it actually, the presence of silica actually stimulates the formation of these tissues. For example, in the bone, the silica helps stimulate the formation of bone tissue. And when they take mammals like rats and they deprive that animal of silica, the bone growth decreases. So it's uh, a proof of point that you need silica in order to have appropriate bone growth. And they're exploring why that could be. And it looks like some of the mechanisms for that is it stimulates the part of your body, um, the cells in your body that create bone, which are called the osteoblasts, And it decreases the activity of the cells that eat up your bone, which are osteoclasts. So, that seems to be another mechanism for how it supports the health of your tissues. Now, where do we get silica? Usually, right? Usually, we get silica from the diet. We take it in through the water and through our food. And what is really interesting about that is that the best source of silica that's most easily absorbed by the body. Is in water, however, a special kind of water which is called mineral water, natural mineral water. So, some um, places in the world really pride themselves in having um, under like groundwater wells of what they call artisanal water. And when you when you examine how much silica the, this water has, it has it can have very high amounts of silica. And if you measure the amounts of silica in purified water, water that has been filtered and cleaned and filtered, so you get the cleanliness and you get the filtering effect, um, the content of silica can be close to zero. Had some really great questions here. Um, Is silica from a Facebook user? Is silica better than B vitamins? It's not about it being better, it's about being one of the many things necessary to support the health of your tissues. So again, it's not meant to replace things. It's meant to be something that you're aware of that you may need to introduce in your diet or through supplementation, which we will talk about. There's also a question here asking, I wonder if it could help someone with multiple myeloma, like bone loss cancer. That's a fantastic question. That question has not been answered in the research. I would imagine it wouldn't hurt. However, it's something that if you are, if you do have something like cancer, Um, causing bone loss, you would want to talk to your doctor about that just to make sure there's not any contraindications to taking a supplement like silica. And she meant multiple myeloma, not melanoma. Yes, that is true. Multiple myeloma can cause bone loss from cancer. Now, in terms of the silica from the water, so if you're um, sourcing some really good quality mineral water, you could be getting enough silica in your water to maintain like the baseline um, requirements for your body. So if you're in good health, there's this baseline requirement for your body of silica per day. And researchers are estimating that to be around 25 milligrams per day. If you are someone who's suffering in your health and you're having problems, let's say, for example, uh, with my third pillar of whole body health, which is gut health, my four pillars being the stress response, hormone balance, gut health, and toxin tolerance, If your gut health, for example, is being affected, like you have a problem with the health of your gut microbiome or the integrity of your gut lining, and you might have what is commonly known as leaky gut, which means your body's gonna have difficulties with proper absorption of the nutrients, you may need more silica and other nutrients. And how would you know that? You would know that because your hair is starting to get thin, brittle, your nails are getting soft and brittle, You may be told that you're having osteopenia or osteoporosis, so decreasing quality of the bones, Um, and you may notice it with the skin, the decreased elasticity um, and um, smoothness of the skin. So where do you get silica other than in mineral waters? The plant kingdom actually has more silica than the animal kingdom in terms of The plants are really good at extracting the silica from the soil, from that earth crust. And then it it binds the silica in its own plant structure. And when we eat the plant, our gut, if we have good gut health, can break it down and make it usable. Again, if you're having problems with gut health, that may not be happening. So you may be eating a lot of plants and still noticing problems with your nails, your skin and your bones, which means that you may need to start doing some supplementation While you're figuring out your gut health, because the root causes the gut health, and the silica is the band-aid that helps you at least maintain the integrity of your tissues while you're figuring out that third pillar of whole body health. The um it's not a lot of silica is present in animal meat, so like the muscles in animals, not a lot of silica. There's more silica in the bone marrow and also um, bone broths. If you get if you if you cook the broth long enough, so Not the four-hour cooking of the bone broth, which is more to leach the iron out of the meat, rather the 24 to 48 hours cooking, that's when the minerals of the bones start to leach out. And you know, because you start off with these big, thick bones, like chicken bones or or um, beef bones, and then after a bunch of cooking, especially if you add a little bit of acid to that, like an apple cider vinegar, for example it'll leach the minerals from the bones and the bones even become like thin and brittle and break apart in the bone broth. You know then that the minerals that were in the bones are now in the liquid and that's a really great way to get silica as well. It's interesting because there are certain plant sources that are higher in silica than others. Um, Really high sources of silica are oats, bananas, dates, and green beans and spinach. (laughs) And interestingly enough, um, beer. So, but however, remember, it's like a risk benefit ratio. I personally wouldn't turn to beer to get my silica um, equivalent. So just, you know, you want to make the healthy choices for your silica sources. So then the question becomes, um, should we be um, supplementing in addition to our whole foods diet? Because certainly processed foods created by food chemists. Um, which are most things that are barcoded, uh, you know, packaged with barcodes, aren't going to have that attention to detail in terms of what the human frame needs, such as enough silica. So if you're eating a whole foods diet and you're still experiencing problems with thin hair, brittle hair, breaking hair, problems with hair loss, hair growth, again, the sagging skin, the rough skin, the brittle, thick, thin nails, cracking nails, Um, And being told by your doctor that your bone density isn't great when they're doing the bone density scans, then you may be at the point, as I mentioned, that you're going to be looking at supplementation. So, first, um, we're going to be talking about is supplementation safe? And I have a question by a Facebook user, which I will bring in at the right point when we're talking about supplementation. So, be assured I will answer your question. Thank you for all the questions, by the way. It's wonderful. So uh, they've done safety studies on silica and they've determined that there's, it's extremely safe. Like you can even take up to 1,750 milligrams of silica a day and be within the safe zone. Um, And the studies that are done on supplementing with silica are like six milligrams to 10 milligrams, sometimes 20 milligrams. So in an extremely safe zone. So it appears to be very safe. Excess, too much silica is eliminated by the kidneys. So if you have kidney failure, you and you're on, for example, dialysis for it, you would definitely want to talk to your kidney doctor about um, introducing something like a silica supplement. And that's, that's the case for really, um, most things that we take in, many are excreted by the kidney. So that's just a point of, um, like a point of detail. But for most of us, that is not an issue. You will simply pee out whatever silica you take in and you don't need, which is really good news. So there has been some really interesting studies looking specifically at things like the hair, the skin, the nails, and the bones. So for example, there was a study that took 48 women who had fine hair. So they had like thin hair. And they gave these women 10 milligrams of silica per day. Now, when you're looking at silica, there's all these different kinds of silica in supplements. When I was taking a look, they're generally offering a very good quality, um, high availability of silica. So it's things like um, orthosilicic acid or silicon or choline-stabilized orthosilicic acid. Those are very common things that you'll find. Um, horsetail is a plant that has a lot of silica. So some companies will extract the silica from the horsetail. And so you'll see steel, and then the amount of silica that they're um, attempting to, to sh- extract. So that's what you're looking for on the label in terms of what kind of silica. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, there are bad forms of silica, which are the silica that are in the crystal like um, material form, like for example, the kind that you'd be exposed to with asbestos. So what you're looking for is like a silica supplement that is delivering appropriate silica to you. Okay. So when you get the supplement, you're getting the healthy bioavailable um, kind of silica that you're looking for. And what they did is they gave these women the 10 milligrams of silica per day for nine months. And after nine months, they found that the hair thickness increased. So the thickness of the hair increased. So they got thicker, fuller hair. These women who were on the silica, compared to placebo so the other group got um what's called like a sugar pill it had no silica in it just um like a it looked like the silica pill but didn't have it in it. it's called the placebo and those women had more breakage of hair compared to the silica group and the hair was like what we call more elastic like had more elasticity so more resilience to it So it looked like for nine months, um, taking that 10 milligrams of silica per day did help with the hair quality. There was another really interesting study that took 50 women uh, 20 weeks. They gave them 10 milligrams of silica per day as well. And they looked at the skin, the hair, and the nails. And what they found is, again, the hair, um, the brittleness, they were looking at hair brittleness, that improved. So the brittleness of the hair improved. The brittleness of the nail improved and the skin improved with decreased skin roughness. That was one of like the measurements that they did was the quality of the skin and what they call the elast- viscoelastic property of the skin, like how elastic and springy it is. So in that group of women, again, that seemed to have some good effects. And what I really was interested in seeing also is the effect of supplementation of silica on bone health because osteoporosis and osteopenia, when the when the bones become brittle and put you at increased risk for fracturing your bones, and a big one that we're worried about is fracturing the thigh bone, the femur, because when you fall from standing height and you break your thigh bone, that means your bones are very um, brittle and the strength is lacking. So, there's a lot of recommendations to take calcium, and now there's an increased understanding in the role of vitamin D. And for me, I I also think magnesium has a big role in this. And what's interesting is that there's been a couple of studies where they take again um, women and they divide them into groups. And one study looked at calcium, 1,000 milligrams, vitamin D3, 800 international units, plus six milligrams of silica, versus another group that had all of that but no silica. The silica group had better increased in bone density measurements in the thigh bone, that femur, than the group that didn't take silica. And that's really great because then one would expect that you would have a less risk of um, having fractures with it. Now, someone here is asking, do you take it with food or by itself on an empty stomach? It looks like um, you can do both. Because silica does come in with our food, so it's okay to take it with food. It's also okay to take it on an empty stomach. Um, and here's another question I wonder how we'd know to trust the supplement since not regulated. Any risk of getting bad silica? Well, the bad silica is the kind that is used in things like uh, construction materials, so you want to obviously get it from a good quality brand. Um, I'm actually more worried about the non medicinal ingredients. I was on my Um, platform Fullscript, which is an online platform where there's over 3,000 supplements. And I was trying to find a good silica supplement to add to my favorite list of supplements, which people can access when they register through my Fullscript account. Um, And what I found was that when I was looking at the non-medicinal ingredients, there were some ingredients like titanium dioxide and silicon dioxide, which can negatively affect your gut health. So I personally wouldn't want that in my supplement. And other uh, ones like maltodextrin, which is like a sneaky word for sugar. And again, I don't want to have hidden sugars in my supplements. So I did eventually find uh, a silica that I could add to my favorite list supplements. Uh, however, it did take some time. So you do have to be savvy when it comes to choosing your supplements. And if you're wondering how to access that full script, join my private free group for women. It's a feature tab and there's instructions on how to sign up for free and how to access that list of supplements. Another great question here is, will silica help to firm older skin or just smooth it? That research um, talked about the smoothness and it talked about the uh, firmness. Viscoelasticity is like a medical word for for, for firmness. So yes, it looked like the firmness of the skin improved with the silica supplementation, great question. If you're loving this, even with all of the coughing and stuff going on right now. Um, Please feel free to subscribe and save and share. And I look forward to seeing you next week for my next Thrive Thursday episode. Bye. Bye.
1: everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode just a reminder this podcast is for educational purposes only this podcast is not a substitute for professional care doctor or other qualified medical professional. this podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services if you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. If you would like to work with Dr. Patricia for her expert health transformation guidance, please email her at info at drpatriciamills.com to book a discovery call. You can also find Dr. Patricia on Instagram at Dr. Patricia Mills and Facebook at Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, MD. For access to all of Dr. Patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks, consider becoming a Patreon member. Links are in the description of this episode. It is important to have an expert in your corner that can help you make the changes you crave, especially when it comes to your health.